Stories matter because every event find its me finds its meaning in the context of a broader narrative. This last Wednesday night, I went with two other missionaries to borrow three bikes from my sister's house. And if you didn't know us, all you would have seen were three guys pulling up in a van at 10 p.m., getting out dressed in black, entering a house, leaving five minutes later with three bikes, loading them in a van and driving away. And you might have been pretty suspicious because you wouldn't have known the broader story. You wouldn't have known the true story that made sense of that event. Here's a deeper example. The movie 1917 tells the story of two young English soldiers who are sent on a mission to bring important news to a colonel, not to attack the German line. The Germans were waiting there, and it was going to be a slaughter. And so as they made their way through the trenches, they came across this nihilistic French captain who mocked them for their sense of urgency. He told them to wake up. Can't you see that this is a senseless bloodbath? That there's nothing to fight for? They were in the same trench, fighting the same miserable war, but they had two different visions of reality. One was ready to risk his life for the sake of love. The other was bitterly resigned to the machine of war. Well, there are a variety of narratives by which we might interpret all of reality and our place in it. Marxism, for example, reads history as a struggle between the classes, leading inevitably to conflict, to revolution. Freud sees the, the drama of human life as society oppressing and harassing our more primal and natural desires. Well, Christianity also tells a story which offers a comprehensive vision of reality. And this Advent, we're going to immerse ourselves in the Christian story, the story of salvation. In today's gospel, Jesus tells his disciples, stay awake. Stay awake. That is, wake up to reality. Wake up to the true story. Don't let yourself slip into the sleep of a cheap dream or a superficial story. Now, it might surprise you to hear waking up identified with believing in the Christian story because we so often hear the opposite, that Christianity or religious faith is a dream, an escape from the cold, hard facts. Marx called Christianity the opiate of the masses. But all through the scriptures, faith is identified with waking up, with opening our eyes to reality as it is, to seeing things as they actually are. St. Paul said in today's second reading, it is the hour now for you to wake from sleep. Christianity is the true story. And if we don't immerse ourselves in that story, we're at risk of imbibing some other story, a wrong story, or, with, or for living without any story at all. So there are three types of narrative that we could adopt apart from the Christian narrative. The first would be a, a grand but false narrative. You know, we've seen how many men in the last decade, how many young men have entered ISIS because they're looking for a story, a dramatic story, and a heroic part to play in it. 
they all of a sudden they start to see the purity of their ancient faith threatened by modernity and, and the need for violent resistance. Well, they have a story, a strong story, but it's a false story. A second option would be to live without any story at all, to drift through life without purpose or meaning. And a third option, which might be the most dangerous, is to settle for a small story, the me story. To make my own ambitions, pleasures, and dramas the central plot line of reality. And Jesus hints at this when he says, in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. None of the activities that he names were evil, eating, drinking, marrying. It's just that that was it. That's what all life was about for them. They were so so immersed in their own little stories that they didn't recognize that one of the most catastrophic events in salvation history was upon them. Well, this Advent, the Lord wants to save us from our ego dramas, to find our place in the most wonderful, dramatic, and true story that was ever told, the story of our salvation. And this is so important. You know, imagine you were preparing to, to play a part in a play, and you were given only your own lines. And so you study them, you rehearse them over and over, but you have no idea what part you play in the overall story. You don't know who your lines are responding to. You don't know the story arc and the whole context of the play. So you're going to fail miserably. You know, sometimes that's how we live our lives, fixated on our own role. And we lose sight of the whole story. You know, sometimes we're trying so hard to do the right thing. And yet we're still lost. Well, this Advent is a time for us to look up and to see the whole story. This is especially relevant, I think, as we're wrapping up projects at the end of this year. Sometimes we feel like the fate of the universe depends on our performance, but it doesn't. You know, if you fail, the sky is not going to cloud over. The cosmos doesn't respond to your personal success or failure. There was one person When he was born, a star shined over the place. And when he died, the sun was covered over and the earth quaked. And he is the true protagonist of salvation history. And this Advent, we're going to set our eyes on him. So in the following Sundays of Advent, that's what we're going to do. We're going to unlock the charisma, the, the story of salvation and its main elements. So this next Sunday we'll consider the fall when human sin introduced death and brokenness into creation. On the third Sunday, we'll consider the rescue brought about by our hero, our savior. And on the fourth Sunday, the restoration that he's accomplishing. Now, calling Jesus the true protagonist doesn't mean that our lives are rendered less important. On the contrary, they take on a much greater importance because they find their place in a much greater story. 
So a way of immersing yourself in, in the big story this Advent is to read the, the daily readings each day. The first readings will be prophecies looking forward first to the, the second coming, but then eventually looking forward to the birth of our Savior. And the event, the Gospels will tell the events that prepared his way. Well, within a few weeks, you'll find yourself longing with Israel for the coming Messiah and rejoicing with the shepherds at his coming. You'll find yourself part of a much bigger and more wonderful story.